Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Adi Bolaños in Fresno, and here are the California stories we're following. The California Public Utilities Commission has suspended Waymo's application to expand its robo-taxi service in Los Angeles and San Mateo counties. The CPUC's Consumer Protection and Enforcement Division says it suspended the application 120 days for further staff review. While Waymo claims this is a normal part of the CPUC's application process, San Mateo County Supervisor David Canapa says the robo-taxi company is to blame for refusing to engage in meaningful conversation on its expansion plans. U.S. Senator Alex Padilla is reintroducing his Housing for All Act. The bill would pump more federal money into programs aimed at helping people at risk of becoming unhoused. Padilla says it would scale up more of the creative solutions cities and states have successfully developed, like California's Project Home Key. Solutions that increase the affordable housing supply by expanding programs like the Housing Trust Fund, providing more rental assistance, eviction protection funding, motel and hotel conversion, and more. The legislation failed to make it to the president's desk two years ago. The push for California to provide reparations for black Californians is taking shape at the state capitol. KQED politics correspondent Guy Marzarati has more. Last summer, a state task force studying the idea of reparations laid out dozens of ideas to repair decades of racist and discriminatory laws against black Californians. Now, members of the legislature's black caucus have chosen 14 reparations bills to prioritize this year. Those range from a formal apology on behalf of California lawmakers who supported slavery to limits on solitary confinement in state prisons. Black Caucus members like San Diego Assemblymember Akila Weber want to pass all 14 bills this year. We are aware that everyone in the state is watching us, but also everyone in this nation, but also in this world. The lawmakers are not pursuing direct cash reparations, which the caucus says could be revisited at a later point. For the California Report, I'm Guy Marzarati in Sacramento. I'm Jason Flom. And you're Maggie Freeling. Hey, Jason. Every day we learn about another person who shouldn't be in prison. 58 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. So glad you're home. If you want to be part of this work, listen to Wrongful Conviction. The podcast where we hand the mic to innocent people to hear their stories. How do you send someone innocent to prison? Listen to new episodes of Wrongful Conviction with Maggie Freeling and Jason Flom on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Tyler Foggett. Join me and my colleagues as we go beyond the headlines and deepen your understanding of the forces shaping our world today on The Political Scene, a newly updated podcast from The New Yorker. With episodes three times each week, The Political Scene accesses the sharpest minds in politics for insight and analysis about everything from abortion rights to the war in Ukraine. Make sure you're following The Political Scene, available now wherever you get your podcasts. 
There's a nasty virus spreading through the U.S. We're not talking about COVID, and we're not even talking about humans. The highly deadly disease affects birds. KVPR's Carrie Klein visited someone trying to keep her birds healthy. Outside a long gray barn at Fresno State University, Brenda Hernandez is suiting up. The master student walks over to a deep plastic bin. So the first step is putting a pair of disposable plastic booties. Then come coveralls, a hairnet, a mask, gloves, a second pair of plastic booties, and then she hoses those booties off with disinfectant. We try to make sure that nothing comes into our facility because there is a lot of birds we have to take care of. Hernandez and other poultry science students raise chickens, 20,000 of them, until they're sent off to foster farms. But right now, there's an outbreak, avian influenza, bird flu. In some ways, it's similar to human flu. They'll have like nasal discharge, they'll look really tired, they won't want to move very much. Oh, nasal discharge, like they get runny noses just yeah. like we do? <laughs> yeah. Bird flu has never reached the chickens at Fresno State. Keeping them healthy is why Hernandez follows all those biosecurity measures. Because if one bird gets diagnosed, the entire flock is euthanized to reduce the spread. For two years, this massive outbreak has led to empty barns nationwide. In California, 7 million birds have been euthanized. Half of those were in Merced County. Here's the county's agricultural commissioner, Sean Runyon. It's a, yeah, a huge number, yes. Most of those were egg-laying hens, but some were chickens raised for meat, as well as turkeys, ducks, and some backyard flocks. So why Merced County? Runyon suspects it's because of the way the virus spreads, mostly by migratory birds. In Merced County, we have a, a large migratory bird population because we have uh, some wildlife refuges here. And I think that adds a little bit more concern to it. Dr. Annette Jones is the state veterinarian at the Department of Food and Agriculture. She says this is one of the largest outbreaks she's seen in two decades. We've lost 30 percent of the egg layers in the state in the past two months. So that's a pretty big impact on farms. Losing a flock sets a farm back months. The government does pay farmers for a lot of the lost profits and to keep workers on the payroll to disinfect and prepare barns for birds to return. Luckily for humans, this strain of bird flu isn't a public health threat. But it affects us in other ways. In the Central Valley, we've had shortages of eggs. Grocery store customers tell me prices are too high, and they've been cutting back, including Mary Lou Mendoza of Fresno, who cooks for a youth residential facility. We do um, breakfast sandwiches, we do scrambled eggs, we do chorizo and eggs, we do ham and eggs. Standing outside Food Max in central Fresno, she says she now buys around half the eggs each week that she used to. Sonoma County is California's second hardest hit. There, a million birds have been affected, including a commercial flock of 200,000 ducks. Just your coho salmon and your shank today? Yeah. Okay. Here's Madison Adkins at Panazera Meat Company in Occidental. Right at the beginning of January, we got one more order of duck breast, and that was the last time we got anything. Her duck supplier says they'll be out of production until March. Have a wonderful day, my dear. At least one Santa Rosa restaurant has had to take duck off its menu. Since 2022, more than 80 million birds nationwide have been sickened or euthanized. Once a site is cleaned and inspected, farmers can begin to refill barns with renewed commitment to biosecurity. 
For the California Report, I'm Carrie Klein in Fresno, with reporting help from Noah Abrams in Sonoma County. And that is the California Report for Thursday, February 22nd. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Mavi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Monterey Bay Aquarium, inspiring conservation of the ocean through amazing live exhibits and global action to protect the ocean from plastic pollution, climate change, and overfishing. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all, on the web at theschmidt.org. Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions. Online or through Star One's mobile app, Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. I'm Jason Flom, and you're Maggie Freeling. Hey, Jason. Every day we learn about another person who shouldn't be in prison. 58 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. So glad you're home. If you want to be part of this work, listen to Wrongful Conviction. The podcast where we hand the mic to innocent people to hear their stories. How do you send someone innocent to prison? Listen to new episodes of Wrongful Conviction with Maggie Freeling and Jason Flom on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.